Welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. I'm Associate Editor Elijah Poindexter. Recently, I spoke with Jay Fee, VP of Consumer Banking at PenFed Credit Union. Mr. Fee and I discussed PenFed's automation journey, which helped grow origination annual assets to $15 billion. I also spoke to Adelina Graz Danova, co-founder and head of Investor Group with Upgrade, who shared some tech best practices for community credit unions. Obviously, Jay, you, you know, you're one of the bigger partners uh, with Upgrade, but I'm curious from PenFed's perspective, you know, what do, maybe you can take me through, you know, sort of what PenFed's automation and digitization journey looked like. Maybe what were some, what, what were your customers asking for? What internally and externally did you see that kind of puts you on this path towards, uh, towards you know, deepening your automation and, and where are you guys at right now? Sure. Okay. Um, we're a little unique in the space um, and, and the fact that uh, we're uh, the second largest uh, federally chartered uh, credit union in the country um, with assets now uh, getting close to uh, uh, 34 um, or over 34 billion. Um, we're uh, rapidly expanding in the consumer banking space for, for uh, what what, uh, what I run um, in terms of the auto loans, personal loans, solar, uh, point of sale, um, student loan uh, pieces. Uh, we've grown the, the uh, origination uh, annual assets from roughly, uh, when, when I got here a few years ago, it was uh, 2 billion a year. Uh, we're at a run right now of 15 billion um, uh, uh, for this year for this year now after last month. Um, and that's been done through uh, uh, basically standing up a lot of new channels, a lot of new products, uh, a lot of new uh, automation features um, and uh, integration with over 35 different FinTech partners um, who also originate for us. Um, so it's been a combination of organic growth uh, through um, a lot of automation. We've uh, revitalized all of our origination platforms uh, now uh, on the front end, also with our decisioning, our credit modeling, um, uh, our, uh, our actual processing uh, pieces, and then now uh, in our servicing and now our secondary market functions on the back end. So it's not just about origination, it's also uh, with the ability then to turn around and sell uh, to other credit unions. Uh, so uh, it's been um, uh, uh, fairly rapid in terms of its growth, um, uh, even though it's uh, kind of an 8x uh, uh, growth curve. Um, uh, this, the process, though, has been enhanced with the help of uh, folks like Adelina and, and Upgrade uh, when we want to do uh, asset purchase. So. Um, uh, that's, uh, of course, far different from just you know, lead generation, origination, and uh, also uh, what, what we consider our, our, our traditional bread and butter, which is our organic origination uh, through, through, through those platforms I just discussed. Are there any aspects, Jay, of, of the sort of new uh, you know, credit and loan origination and decisioning automations that you mentioned uh, that are particularly interesting to you? Any that you might want to, that you can go into a little bit of uh you know, a little bit of deeper detail into that would maybe be, you know, relevant for, for the more te- technologically, you know, sort of tuned in uh, listeners? Well, I think the, the biggest focus is um, the time 
and how it's relevant in different uh, channels. Time to decision, time to fund, um, uh, and, and, and the time to response. Uh, it's very different from an organic um, origination where you're maybe doing even still direct mail or um, you're actually going out and originating uh, somebody through um, a, a channel that might be more traditional to a bank. Uh, when you're dealing with a lead generation partner, you can't sit there and say, oh, hey, um, we're going to pend your app. And we're going to get back to you in 48 hours. Uh, if it comes through a lead generation channel, then it's uh, it's got to be you're approved at this amount or sorry, you can't get this amount, but we will give you this. Um, or, or you, you, uh, you work through a decline monetization process. And so the two points that are really interesting to me uh, these days is maximizing the whole uh, origination channel through decline monetization um, and insured lending backends. Uh, so uh, if you can't actually uh, do the loan and put it on your balance sheet, can you originate it um, and then put it on another balance sheet? Um, uh, and maybe it's not your asset, but you still get the member. Uh, maybe uh, you get the asset and you hold it uh, and then you sell it to, to somebody else who, who wants the asset. Um, so perfecting that waterfall process um, and decline monetization and making sure that you're, uh, you're maximizing the, uh, so that 85, 90% of your decisions um, are uh, uh, a yes or no within uh, while the member is still within the browser is, is, is probably the most uh, exciting part uh, and the exciting changes that I've seen here just over the last two years. What has what the customer response been? Um, so uh, for our members, uh, it's been largely positive. I, I don't think that kind of member experience existed, um, at least at, at PenFed, several years ago. So it's been a transformation process. Um, uh, across all of our channels uh, um, th that I mentioned before, you know, student refi, auto, personal, unsecured, uh, and, and and going through that process, um, you know, our MPS scores are uh, they're they're higher than Apple. So um, from from the people that we survey uh, uh, on those products that have been transformed. So um, it's uh, I think the expectation. Uh, because when you hear credit union, it is uh, it's going to be a uh, you know it's going to be a slow process. I come here for affinity, and I come here for the great rates. And then when you actually have a quick and and, and pleasant member experience, it's like wow, okay, um, uh, it's it's more than just uh, uh, more than just that. So Adelina, um, you know, obviously over a hundred credit un unions now signed to upgrade. Obviously, there's a deep level of experience there uh, for you in upgrade when it comes to sort of working with these credit unions and, and dealing with their both collective and individual pain points and, and whatnot. So I'm curious if you could give me maybe two or three significant, you know, pain points or headwinds or, or really big challenges uh, that the standard community credit union here in the states faces, you know, when they're attempting to automate or digitize their processes. I think the, the main uh, determinant there is really the size of the ID department. Um, we have credit unions that have very sizable IT departments, others that have small um, IT departments, third ones that just outsource uh, most of the IT work. 
Um, typically, um, in order to enter into an asset um, purchase program with us, um, most of the credit unions will automate um, the ingestion of PII information so that they can memberize members. And some of the credit unions may as well um, automate um, the ingestion of the rest of the data that we provide on a daily or a monthly basis so that they serve um, cross-functionally um, uh, work that they need from treasury operations um, um, and so on. Um, in terms of the um, automation work, I think we always have to um, think about what else the credit union is, is working on. Some of them are thinking about core and LOS conversions. Um, some of them are thinking about improving their own member experience. Some of them are refreshing entire backend systems. Um, so I think the first challenge for us is just making sure that we're in the right priority um, in order to be able to launch a, a, an asset purchase program. Once that's the case, um, we typically spend time with our credit union partners to help them understand um, all the data that they will be receiving from Upgrade on a daily or a monthly basis, um, how to ingest the data, how to map the different fields of the data, um, how to set up an SFTP um, uh, so that they can receive the data and then the rest of the automation that they may need. Um, I think um, some credit unions have um, kind of more extensive regulatory reporting burdens, um, which requires um, more of the ingestion of data. Uh, but overall, I think um, we spent sometimes a few days, sometimes it could be a whole week, um, kind of helping, helping credit unions um, ingest that data. Um, in 2022, one of the um, core um, priorities for us is to start investing in technology partnerships with core providers um, and outsourced automation firms um, so that we can make our credit union's lives um, easier on the automation side. Wow, so this is a quicker process than I think myself and a lot of other people probably would expect. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, I mean, I think most of the um, underwriting process and the memorization process is done on our side, which is entirely automated. Um, and so the only um, time when the credit union has to ingest data is once the partnership is live and they need to absorb PII or other um, information to serve finance and treasury functions. Um, so depending, um, they do receive uh, a ton of data from us on a daily and a monthly basis. Um, and it's really a matter of um, how quickly they can ingest it, which as I mentioned, can, can last anywhere from um, a few hours um, of work um, to a week. We spoke about sort of where PenFed was, where they are right now with their automation journey and, and the digitization and whatnot. Maybe you can uh, take a little time and sort of discuss in whatever way you know is is you know possible for you, of course. Uh, discuss where PenFed is heading on this sort of automation journey, and and maybe what uh, consumers can expect next. Well, we're we're still, um, I would say, uh, only halfway down the path with the transformation uh, of, of our products. Um, or we've got you know backlogs uh, that that certainly go through this year and and probably into into next year. Uh, for um, the, the plans that we have for uh, improving the member experience, adding features, uh, and then of course, uh, launching um, other products uh, and integration with other partners. So um, we have uh, you know, big designs and you know, in the point of sale space, um, uh, we have a lot of uh, um, uh, partners that uh, are um, bringing new products to us. Um, as, as we expand into longer terms and you know, launch things uh, similar to the 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 upgrade card, 
uh, um, and uh, uh, launch more flexible products, convertible products um, in the space. Um, so uh, it, the, 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 the future is, 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 is uh, pretty, uh, the, the, that horizon uh, is, is pretty far away uh, to, to get to where we want to go. Um, and then I would say uh, the point of sales space, um, going back to that, is, is something that we're, we're very big on. Um, it's uh, when we can originate something on pen fed paper um, at, the, at the point of retail, uh, then uh, and then memorize them and then service them. Uh, then that is really kind of uh, that's that that's key for us because uh, it's not only um, it's not only customer acquisition, but then it's uh, then we can manage uh, uh, the member uh, in a, on ongoing basis through our platforms. And for Adelina, you know, obviously a hundred credit unions that's a that's a massive achievement. What's next for Upgrade? Uh, so we've been very successful in the in the unsecured personal um, lending space, both with our personal loan product and the personal credit line. Um, so there's still a lot of room to grow the the both the card product as well as our personal loan product. Um, and then uh, we obviously have big ambitions um, beyond that. Um, I think we're looking at a few different unsecured um, adjacent verticals. We're looking at um, some products in the secured space. Um, and I think that's where uh, we'll look to continue expanding our partnership um, with Jay and, and the rest of our credit union partners. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Thank you for your time and be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com for more automation news. You can also follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Please don't hesitate to rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Thank you.